welcome to the Live Healthy Podcast. I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy and host of the podcast. And today I speak to Sophia and Sarah Faisal. They're the sisters behind Soph Wellness. This holistic platform started on Instagram and it's devoted to everything that goes into mental health and wellness aimed at millennials and Gen Z. The sisters talk about their individual struggles with depression, what helped them, how and why they started SOF, and where they want to take it out into the real world. How are you? It's nice to see you. Hi. Nice to see you too. This is a big one for you. We'll get all, we'll get all around to what you've got going on, but I came across you on Instagram. So just tell me a little bit about your background and how you came to do your how you came to do the Instagram account, how it came about. And then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, cool. So we're Sophie and Sarah. Um, and so we have a page called Soap Wellness on Instagram and our story is essentially we are Indian um, and but raised in UAE um, so essentially completely brought up in charge actually and um, we we've had like for us the definition of health growing up was um, being fit you know, we, we both play tennis, the whole family plays tennis, and we were very active as a family. Um, and growing up, that was our version, right? And being Indian, and also growing up here in this culture as well, you're very society driven. So for us, it was, you know, that was our upbringing. Um, it was, you know, until a few years ago, when I went to university, even Sarah as well, when you realized that, you know, we both went through mental health challenges. Um, and we both realized that health is so much more than just looking good and you know staying active. It's not just about your physical health. Um, it's your mental health. It's what you eat, what you sleep, hormones, hormones. <laughs> like there's so many things that are connected. Yeah. Um, that honestly we didn't know anything about until we faced what we faced. Right? right. No one talks about these things. So then we realized that you know we both got out of it. We both have our own journeys with it. Uh, we realized that there's not enough conversations having like having around this um so we said let's try this instagram page it was honestly just because we genuinely felt like especially the younger generation um need to know about these things about spreading awareness and education um because there's a lot of science behind it as well it's not just yeah. spiritual or like meditation is meant well, to kind of connect to a higher self i think that's a part of it but there's so much science behind it so can uh, i just add something there? yeah please so uh, the reason we we saw how like impactful this could be, um, one of them was because at the time that we were dealing with like anxiety, depression, whatever, like both of us had different stuff we were dealing with. Our dad's yoga teacher um, told him because my dad's uh, pre-diabetic, he was pre-diabetic and he had high cholesterol. So his yoga teacher told him eat this every day. I think it was like ginger and garlic yeah, every like day, and then switch this uh, whatever carb it was to millet and he's like see what happens in two months in two months his 
pre-diabetic stage was reversed and he it was completely fine and his cholesterol was so much better so every stopped been, taking his medication yeah, he for cholesterol millet instead of instead of what Instead of rice or wheat, um, okay. you try to have millet as your main garlic. carb source. Your garlic every day. Um, okay. And and so that was when we were like, oh my god, wow. Yeah, like food can change. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay. I want to delve a little bit into each of your stories because you each went had your own. Um, so Sophia, why don't you start since you're a little bit older? <laughs> Does that always happen? Does that always happen? <laughs> well, we'll just go with you and then we'll talk. <laughs> happened to you first basically right like you're the one who left and went to university and okay so what happened where did you go um, so I went to university in the U.S. Um, I did high school so you know in Sharjah and for me being the eldest of four kids as well um, it's always about being a role model for your right. siblings and being a good daughter and all of that and it's a very cultural thing as well I think and so my um, I always said I'm happy if others around me are happy or if I made others happy you know, that was my kind of thing. And I, 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 it's only when I went to university and I had that time alone um, mm -hmm. to sort of realize like, is this what I really like? Like that's when the questions started to come in, right? Like, right. what do I really like? What do I really want to do? Because obviously that's a stage as well where career questions come up, right? And I had this kind of, um, kind of tug of war between, within my mind saying like, I know this is what's expected of me, but I think I want to explore this and all of that. And I think that's a lot where my anxiety stemmed from. Um, so in university, um, my third uh, year of university, I had exam anxiety to the point that I failed all my exams one semester. Uh, I would study, I consider myself a smart person. It's not, so for me, it was really kind of just what is happening. Kind of, I study, I know everything, but when I go to an exam, I just blank out. And what were you then, sorry, what were you studying? I did material science engineering. So I, I like nothing like science. So a light, a light uh, degree. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, and that turned into panic attacks as well, because when it happened the first few times, I was confused and then the fear set in. And so before an exam, I would get a panic attack and I just wouldn't go because I just, my body just froze. Right. Um, so I think that's when my mom kind of intervened. And so my mom was researching different things. She's like, why don't you go to counseling? I tried counseling in university. It didn't really help. Um, and when I came home for the summer, she said, uh, you know, there's this thing called hypnotherapy. And I've heard you know, that there's this really great person in Dubai, just try it. And I was like, no way, like, what is hypnotherapy? And, and you know, it's not gonna work, like, what's the point? And so she said, what's the worst can, that can happen? And I was like, but yeah, fair. So I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, so I went to this guy. Um, I saw him uh, for, I think, 10 sessions over the summer. Um, and even when I went back, I did Zoom sessions. And the next semester, I got A's and B's. Okay. Um, and through hypnotherapy, I was able to manage my anxiety and like that fear of exams um, was within like, to within that summer, so three months, I was able to kind of get out of that. So that was my first kind of mental health challenge that I had to overcome. Um, and then I came back, uh, I worked there for a year after university, I came back down. And um, when I moved back here, um, I don't know, it was a question of identity again <laughs> that got stirred up because now 
go back with your family and like um, your future living, home, at living at home. Um, it was a lot of things. I'm, I don't think I can pinpoint a specific reason, but then I started to um, uh, slowly dissociate with myself. Like days start to kind of, like I didn't care. I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, so that was, I think, how long ago? Maybe it's four years ago now. Uh, three years ago um, and so I went back to the same therapist and I re- he said um, you know I think you're this is like depression okay. um, and so then I had to kind of go through counseling again a little bit of hypnotherapy um, and that's when I started to look at my health holistically I'm like what else can I do to get out of it because it's not just all of you know, going to a counselor or a therapist um, I started seeing a nutritionist um, because I was having a lot of gut issues as well. Um, I started like working out through all of that. I realized that it's everything that I'm doing that helps me because I realized even when I eat junk food for a long time, um, I get anxiety. Yeah. You know, I started to notice these things. So that, that was, sorry, this is a really long story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's um, to know all about it. Yeah. Um, and that's when I realized that I, I really need to focus on myself. Um, and it's not about what others want or what you need to do for others, because I think also a characteristic of being the eldest is that I always try to be there for others. Um, and I, that's when I realized, yeah. And you feel guilty when you don't. Um, but through this whole journey, I realized that, you know, if I put myself first, that, that doesn't mean I'm being selfish. It's actually... I'm a good thing. It's a good thing and I can help others better. Um, and that, yeah, that's my story, I guess. Does that? No, I love it. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's happening with you, Sarah? What, 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 how did you come to this? Um, so my story is completely different because for me, so I went through depression when I was 21, I'm 24 now. Um, and until then, I, I thought I was pretty much like I had a very normal childhood. I was very happy, had so many friends and I didn't really, there wasn't really something that bothered me. Um, and then one summer, um, like I told you last time, uh, we were on vacation and I don't know what happened, but I just stopped talking and I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone for four or five days. I just was silent. Yeah, and we kept asking her, and because we tend to, we communicate pretty well between the, within yeah. the family. So we're like, anything worrying you or bothering you, just we're here for you. Yeah, um, and and also I'm the type of person that's always like talking to other people and getting the family to do things and stuff like that. So even for me, it was I wasn't sure what was happening. Um, so I went through that vacation very unhappy and not knowing what was wrong. And then when we came back to Dubai, my mom was like, okay, sorry, I think something is wrong. Why don't you go see the same actually therapist that Sophia went to? Because we'd seen how much it helped her. So my mom was like, you should give it a try too. And at that point, I was just desperate to get back to living normally because I didn't know what, what, what was happening. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll go meet him. And after I met him, he told me that these are the symptoms of like, you're, you need help. This is not normal for you to go through this and feel this way. And so I did a test and everything and we realized that I was mildly depressed. Yeah. Um, 
So through talking to him and through really like digging deep into why I was feeling this way, I realized so many things and it, it all linked to childhood and stuff that had happened in my life, which to me wasn't that significant. But then when you break it down and you see like, this is a result of this and this is a result of this, it's like eye-opening. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, I was also the type of person that was pretty healthy from the age of 15. I, I would like work out every day, um, eat super clean food as they say, but I had like gut issues and digestion was really bad. I woke up every day with like acid reflux. So I wasn't really sure why that was happening. And then as soon as I felt better mentally, all that started getting better too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, and then my dad's thing was happening too. So all that kind of happened at the same time. And I had this like revelation. I'm like, wow, it's not just like working out and eating healthy. Um, It's all connected. It's all connected, right? Okay. So that's basically what you both kind of came to this separately, but I guess you were talking to each other about it as you were going through these sorts of journeys. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, even to to get to like talking about it initially, at least for me, because I was the first one in the family to like say that I have like a mental health issue um, because it's typically um, in Indian families or at least in families we know it's not talked about, right? So even for our parents to like accept it and start talking about it or for us to ask each other about, are you doing okay mentally? Like it it wasn't a thing, but over time, yeah, because we both went through it, it, it's been more common now. So yeah, now now it's really like natural to talk about it. Yeah, it's easy. It's like anything, once you start talking about it, it's easier to talk about. But I remember when I was your age, I read an article about, they called it a shadow, you know, and there was nothing then, like no internet. It was just starting, (laughs) but there was an article about shadow syndromes, like how people could be bipolar, but people could have just like mild, mild, mild depression and anxiety. And I I read it and I thought that really feels like how I feel. And I tried to talk to to a couple of people and people would just say, no, like you're crazy. That's not, you don't have that or, you know, so it's that you had each other to talk to because but I know how hard it is to say. So it's awesome that you had each other to talk to and that you were able to keep talking. And then that's why I love your Instagram. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, just to add to that, I think one of the biggest things that we faced was we felt guilty to talk about it because if you look at it in a black and white situation, we have everything we need to live a comfortable life and we have friends and our family supportive but still we were going through that and to to say it out loud you kind of feel guilty at times but i think it's just accepting that everyone goes through their own journeys and And everyone's feelings are valid yeah despite the situation that's what's so beautiful about your instagram account but it's like yeah you're not ungrateful for what you have you just also acknowledging you have all that but it's possible to still feel this discomfort emotionally so you so you you started the instagram account to sort of share all this and on there you talk about everything you guys are really open like for this region and um like what was your intention when you set out did you want to start a business like you both work for your dad's company right like your day jobs are working for i I work for the family business um she was uh studying well i just graduated graduated from university okay Um, but uh, honestly, the way we started was, um, so I, I always wanted to do something within wellness. Like I had an idea that was stirring. 
um, for about two years and I never did anything about it because obviously I was just, that was just like a, I don't know, a dream. thought, a dream that I had. Um, but Sarah had a uni project. Um, she's doing graphic design. So she said, let me take this idea of yours and I'm going to do the, the, branding. the branding. Actually, you can explain. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I was like, listen, I'm going to take this idea. I find it really cool. And I'm going to do the branding for it as my final project. Um, and so we had a photo shoot and I took pictures of her and I was like, okay, this is going to be the, the aesthetic for the brand and all that. Um, and then I was like, I need to create an Instagram, like a dummy Instagram for like the to brand show that. Uh, to show it on my presentation deck. So I started the Instagram and I made it public. And I posted pictures of her and I'm like, something's coming up and this is- And I'm in a meeting <laughs> and I get a request saying, so that back then, so UAE wants to follow you, has requested to follow you. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So that's also why it's called SOF because initially it was just this hypothetical idea that we both okay. started working. But yeah. also Sophia means wisdom. So yeah. we thought it's also- oh, It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's how the page started. And then I go home that day and I was furious. I was like, how can you just make this account and put my picture on it and tell people something is coming when I have nothing, like no plan to do anything. Uh, and I was like, just, you know, shut it down right now. Like, I don't care if it's, this is a uni project, but I don't want this. Um, <laughs> thankfully our mom was there and she's like, listen, like, it's an Instagram account. Like you with, have two followers. Two followers. Um, <laughs> I like the world's looking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, so she's like, just, you've always wanted to do something in wellness and, I, and you know, why don't you just use this as an exploration thing? Yeah. Um, to figure out what you want to do. And uh, so, so that's how we started creating content. Yeah. Together. But I said, I can't do it alone because also I have work, but, and I also have no idea what I want to do right. specifically. Um, so I said, so Sarah said, you know, I'll help you, you know, I, I want to, you know, cause it's interesting and I would love to, you know, um, help. So we started that way and then we just enjoyed creating content, I think. Um, and we, a lot of people resonated, like people would message us resonating with our message or what we were saying. Yeah. Um, and it just picked up and then we just liked kind of spreading kind of this message and not positivity in some way as well. Um, so we said, let's just, so there was no intention to do a business. It was just, um, genuinely, let's try to create this platform to have an exploration page for wellness for people in this region. Just to, um, yeah, just to sort of live more healthy lives, but it feels like in this region, there's a lot of information, but maybe not a lot of information for people your age. Like I sometimes feel like your age gets, do you feel like that? Your, your, yeah. Like, as we've been doing this, that's what we realized is that because we keep checking, like, what, like, why isn't this more common within the younger generation, right? And it really is, we think, is that the perception of wellness, everyone firstly thinks there's a stereotype to wellness. Um, I think, you know, that there's one, or when you think of wellness, it's like, you have to do yoga every day or yeah. meditate every day or, like, eat salads every day. Yep. Um, like, there is some perception, but also... Um, wellness centers here are, or like wellness is positioned as an older generation thing. Like you need a problem to then get into it, um, to then start exploring, you know, your food, your, you know, movement, everything. Um, so we just thought that there was 
a gap in the way it's being messaged. Like it's not that we're doing anything new. Honestly, it's just we're learning and we're trying to just put it in a more casual way so that the younger generation can kind of apply. To but it. also, I think one of the things that kind of added fuel to the fire was uh, the the idea that younger people can't talk about their mental health because yeah. it's not valid enough or you, you're not going through the problems that adults are going through. So why, why should you yeah. be this ungrateful and feel this way? And I feel like having gone through that process really made us want to share this, the message even more and say like, this is actually a problem and yeah. we need to find a solution for this. And we just wanted to create this outlet. One was also for us too, yeah. but for other people to start messaging us and say, oh, I feel this way too. And this is what I face. And for them to feel heard, because yeah. half the problem is that a lot of kids don't feel heard yeah. um, by the environment. And so yeah. we just wanted to make sure that, you know, if they were following us, that they know that, that they're not alone. What would you say are the struggles? Like COVID has been really, really, really hard on your age group. It's been hard on everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. How is that sort of translated down for you guys? So like for, personally, yeah. Or, or for people who follow you, like where you would, you know, in terms of mental health, because I was talking to a girl I work with and she was saying, it's very hard. She's 24. And she said, you know, climate change, COVID sort of put this cap on opportunity. It feels like and travel and fun. And it, she just said, it's because I was saying, sometimes I get depressed about the world now because it just feels like you know, it's different. And she said, try being my age, like with my whole life ahead of me. And I wonder if you guys can speak to that kind of feeling. So our, our younger sister, she just graduated high school uh, during COVID, during like that lockdown period. And we could see with her, right? Because she was like, I'm graduating and I can't hang out with my friends. I can't, I don't have prom. And, and it's such a milestone moment in their lives. Um, and we could see how it was affecting, you know, that 17, 16, 18 year old. And, but also I feel like sitting at home, you're getting bombarded with so much negative, in, in, not negative, but like sad news um, all over the world. And I think, at least for me, it's so overwhelming to only see like bad things happen yeah. because pre-COVID, you still had your normal life to kind of like have a distraction or like there was still good happening around you. But I feel like now, since everyone was like in their homes, not doing much, uh, just focusing on work or seeing the news because you just want to know the numbers, I think that really impacted people. Yeah. But also, we saw at least with our followers that body image was a, became a like big issue um, because of COVID. Everyone sitting at home, everyone's kind of emotions are all over the place. Like um, we've gotten like some people message us saying that, you know, I feel like I don't want to go out. I don't want to go house. out anymore because I don't look. And the, uh, these kids are like 16 year olds and 11 year old um, messaging us saying, you know, I don't want to wear like t-shirts anymore because I feel like I look ugly and someone was going through really bad uh, OCD because of it. So it, it was, I feel like it translated into that as well, but because of the situation, their like bodies changed or fluctuated and yeah social media doesn't help with all like the you know the stuff that you see and I think yeah. that was really getting to um to people yeah that's a lot of responsibility for you guys you know getting those messages how do you how do you deal with them 
So initially, I would say we got we would get really affected by people telling us so much about their lives and knowing that they're going through this and they have to deal with it. But I think at some point, we also did um, a first aid training for mental health, first aid training. And <clears throat> so that made us realize, and maybe even before that, we realized that, yes, you have you do have to feel empathetic for those people, but it's not your responsibility to, to cure whatever they're going through or fix it. We can try to help as much as we can and yes, it does affect us at some point, but we also just have to constantly keep yeah. reminding ourselves that it's not our job. We can provide the resources. Yeah, we're not therapists. So that's yeah. what why we did the training in the first place, because we were worried that because people are being so vulnerable to us, um, we don't want to say anything wrong or mislead them or you know, suggest anything to them. Yeah. Um, so we did the training so to make sure how to guide them properly, essentially. That's really um, so we're there for them. We like kind of tell them it's okay, but also try to help them find the right kind of yeah. people, people to go to. And how do you decide what content to create? What what inspires you? It's everything. It's like beauty, healthcare, food. I love it. Yeah, so we have five pillars because for us that's what we think um, helped us find our balance. So we do um, so it's divided by weeks so we have food movement self-care mental health mental well-being and technology uh what we do is every month or every few weeks actually we sit um and within those pillars we either from our experiences or our daily lives we're like you know i i learned this and maybe we should talk about this uh we talk about social topics um like depression and anxiety um we want to you know just I don't know. We just sit and brainstorm. It's a fun process. Yeah. We don't really have a structure. But it's also, I think um, what makes it more interesting is some, some days we'll be feeling a certain way and then we'll post about that. So there's no yeah. set structure. Um, and I, it's weird because, like, for example, the last post, one of the last posts was a letter that I wrote to myself. And then I was like, oh, maybe people would want to see this and hear it for themselves. So I posted it just to see how they react. And it got like 300 shares. So... I think it's the impulsiveness yeah. of it. But with the content, so whatever con uh, topics we decide, um, we have uh, two people who are essentially the, the wellness sort of technical experts, right? We have a health coach and a nutritionist to just verify the information because we don't want to just post anything. Yeah. Okay, so you run whatever by them to make sure it's sound. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because that's important. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. So you have plans you have big plans. You're taking so out into the real world. Tell me about what's going on. <laughs> I know it's, it's really exciting. Uh, but so uh, we were talking about, you know, we're really enjoying doing this and exploring all of these aspects because we're learning a lot through this journey as well. Um, we said it would be so cool. We just said it would be so cool to have a physical space to meet our followers or, you know, um, and that way, can I, can I say how it started? Yeah. The idea. So um, we have this old house in Sharjah that's it's just empty and nothing's happening there. No one's renting it. And so our dad. our dad was like, should we give that house for rent or do you guys want to do something there? And so we were both discussing and we we're like, how cool would it be if like this is a place where so followers could come and we could all discuss and meet and, you know, talk about topics. And then so we planned for that that house yeah, to be said. the space yeah because mm -hmm. free rent so yeah 
Um, and then as the idea developed, we're like, maybe this can actually be a business and we can start in Dubai and come in with like this strong idea. And there's, there's not really a place where you get that community feeling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, or not so too many places. Not, yeah. 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 So what's, ha what's happening? Is it like a cafe? Is it like, what's, if it's starting in Dubai, you're going to take it to Sharjah after. Yeah. So our, our big dream is to, you know, have a bunch of different spaces, but um, we're starting in Jumeirah on Al-Wasl Al Al Road. Um, it's a villa. It's a really cute villa. Um, so the, it'll be a cafe on the ground floor um, with a few retail kind of boutique products. Um, and on the first floor, we have a movement studio where we'll have different types of workouts, like from yoga to your high intensity workouts to bar, um, equipment free mostly, um, and a meditation room to have sound baths, guided meditations, maybe one-on-one -on -one sessions, um, and a treatment room where we want to offer lymphatic drainage massage, because we've learned that it's such an amazing um, treatment for your body. Yes, um, it's really hard to find, right? Like yeah, I, yeah. I found someone here in Abu Dhabi, then she left and then I, someone in Dubai, but they don't do it anymore. It just seems like those yeah. people are, yeah. Why do you like it so much? I'm curious. So I just, firstly, you just feel amazing afterwards. Um, you just, I just feel, cause um, I have a gut issue, so I get bloated quite often. Um, so by trying this, I've learned, I've seen that it really helps with just feeling much better. Um, it's really Oxifying for your body yeah as well. just to get rid of all the toxins Tom, yeah and, um so and again like not a lot of people know about it uh, which was surprising uh it's really popular in brazil apparently like even after every surgery uh, a doctor prescribes lymphatic drainage massage to and they do it every day to themselves and that's where the girl yeah. i had was from she was from brazil she was she was yeah. so busy yeah. in Abu Dhabi, you couldn't even get a hold of her like she couldn't even get an appointment there she was booked out have you found a practitioner yeah we've shortlisted two uh we're gonna decide soon but yeah we have oh my god uh, but Brazilian. so what timeline are you looking at for that when do you think you guys will be open uh hopefully we were supposed to we're hoping for july but i think it'll be august now okay okay so soon soon <laughs> How are I, how are you going to do all this and work and find a job, Sarah? And like, you're, you're probably going to get a full-time job or are you going to do this full-time? Well, so, so this has now become my full-time job be just because there's so much work to do. And we really believe in the idea. And we see, we have this vision of soap becoming like, you know how Vogue is the, the brand you think of for fashion. Yeah. We want soap to be that brand where people think, oh, wellness in this region. Yes, soap has the, the solution. Um, so we're working towards that and it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So I think we're, we're also very grateful that we have, when we have a family business. So, um, our dad understands when you say we want to do this and like explore this. So there's no pressure from the family to be like, oh, you need a full-time yeah. job or you need to like, um, thing. So, um, we're very fortunate that we're yeah. to kind of just go after this. Um, so yeah. we're working, you know, trying to figure out how to, keep the budget in place the business plan and like it's it's a huge learning process yeah. uh, sometimes very stressful but it's yeah it just feels right it just yeah. yeah oh that's really nice to hear and you've got the tools if things get a little out of control it's just neat to see how it's grown out of just sort of a school project and a vague yeah. 
and wellness. Yeah. It's like amazing. Yeah. It's like completely taking shape. Well, everyone needs it. And so thank you so much for talking to us. I can't wait to come and visit and I'm going to book a lymphatic massage because I can't have oh, awesome. you. We have our first customer. <laughs> I'm going to come. <laughs> I'll meet you guys in person. Thank you so much. I really appreciate thank it. You. It was so lovely. Okay. Keep up the good work. Thank you. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.